0: You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Hey,
1: everybody. Welcome in. We say hello to you here. On a Wednesday, Jimmy B and TC on the Big Talker 1700. Terrific show lined up for you today. Pat Hardy, all Hawkeyes, is going to be our guest. Coming up around 4.20, Ben Kirchival at 5 o'clock from CBS Sports and Ian Castleberry at about 5.25. The comeback on Major League Baseball. And speaking of baseball, Trent, you are a busy guy tonight because you got high school baseball, right?
2: We do a good one. Southeast Polk ranked number six in the latest coaches poll against West Des Moines Valley. They're just outside of the top ten. Two teams that have already reached the twenty-win mark of the season doing battle. Looking forward to that one, six forty-five tonight. So right after we wrap up, Jimmy B, I got to get on the road and Keep your fingers crossed for no traffic up there on eighty thirty five. Get out of my way! I'm making my way yeah. over to southeast, Pope.
1: Boys in a hurry to get there. Clear the street um, quickly. About baseball, uh, did you? And I'm, I'm sure you probably did. Did you watch what happened to your twins last night? By chance,
2: I did. I, I watched it. Got out to a four to two lead. Everything's yes, okay, at least for for twin standards, but. Jim, I might be at the point where I'm done with this team. I mean, we're we're ready to flip the calendar to July. Got 4th of July next week. Always great. I got a little vacation coming up the week after that. But after that, Jim, I, I, I'm i so frustrated watching this baseball team from the injuries that they had. Of course, Miguel Sano last year had the titanium rod inserted into his leg after his injury to his shin, came back overweight, and it's been, frankly, disaster after the first week of the season. He's now down at single-A Fort Myers. you got Byron Buxton, who finally looked like he was ascending to be the star that most people anticipated. He's out there at the end of the last year, the last couple of months, putting up big numbers, hitting for average, hitting for power. Of course, the great speed that he has, completely uneven. He injured himself a couple of different times. The, the staff has been all right. The free agents that they brought in, though, haven't been very good. From Lance Lynn, who, though he's been better, hasn't been great. They bring in Logan Morrison, looks like a great deal. He's been a disaster, and on and on and on. They have three guys that have been really good this year. In fact, three guys, guys, Jim, you could argue, Mm -hmm. should be in the All-Star game. Now, they probably won't be because the Twins have a losing record, but with Escobar, who is putting together another monster performance, he has been so much fun. He's hitting doubles all over the place. He's been outstanding. Eddie Rosario is turning into a star, and on the bump, Jose Barrios has been nothing short of miraculous. He has become the number one starter that the Twins have been looking for since Johan Santana departed in that trade way back in the day. But after those three, it's been a disaster, Jimmy B. It's been ugly. Maurer's been hurt. He's been good when he's been in there, but he's been hurt. Dozier's been a huge disappointment. Your shortstop, Jorge Polanco, who looked like he was on his way to becoming a star, suspended for the first half of the year, and on and on and on. Jimmy B., it's been a very frustrating year. I might just put all my chips in the middle. Go all in if they don't get it done here in the next week or so. I'm done with baseball. Bring me football season.
1: <laughs> it's, we're not even to the all-star break. and uh, my, my partner's starting to give up on the, uh, on the Twins already, his uh, favorite Major League Baseball team. All right. The Cubs got going last night mm-hmm. against the Dodgers. Baez had a huge night, couple of dingers, big RBI production so they snapped the five game losing streak uh ironically on the same evening last night in St. Louis Matt Carpenter's doing exactly the same thing couple of bombs goes like 5 for 5 unbelievable uh, trent uh, you know it's so much fun for baseball when you have at least to me when you have a player Doing ungodly things. I mean, we both know how difficult, because we talk about it on this show, how difficult it is to hit a baseball. And then if you get the bat on it, A, can you hit it fair? And B, can you not hit it to an infielder or an outfielder? So you have a chance to get on base. When you fail seven times out of ten, and everybody considers A 300 batting average to be spectacular, it just gives you an indication of how difficult hitting a baseball is, particularly in in the major leagues. It always amazes me, though, when you see a couple of guys, just like last night, have those unbelievable performances, and pitchers, no matter who was on the mound, they couldn't get those guys out.
2: Well, and before the game last night, Chili Davis, the hitting coach for the Cubs, he had a conversation with the group. Jim, it's many of the things that we talked about. This is an incredibly talented team. You talk about just in terms of, of what these players are individually. It's a great collection of talent. You're going to go through low spots, and, and that's all that happened. You lose four, make it five in a row after the loss in Game 1 against the Dodgers. It's going to happen over the course of the season. Look back. Go all the way back. You can look at the Mariners squad of 2001, the, the Yankees team of 1998 at least, In somewhat recent history, though, some young people listen and say, come on, old man Condon, what are you talking about here? But even go back to those teams that won 116 games for the Mariners, was 108 for the Yankees. They still had lulls like this. They had stretches where they lost four out of five. I believe one of those teams lost six out of eight at one point, or six out of seven, something like that. It's going to happen. It's 162, Jim. But what you want to do is smooth out those uneven performances. The bats awoke and Javi Baez once again was right in the middle of that. They finally put Chris Bryant, something I've been screaming about the last two days, to do. They finally do that before the game. They're going to get that roster spot, get him a chance to get his head right. See, so you move Javi Baez over to third base, and what does he do? Mm-hmm. Makes a spectacular play defensively, a great throw to nab the runner Puig off of first base after getting a guy in a rundown, and he couples that with what he does at the plate. And Javi Baez, for a year old Bryant, hasn't been Bryant. Rizzo has not been good. You go up and down this lineup, it really hasn't been for a lot of the guys what you'd anticipate. Javi Baez has been carrying this team for a long time. And, Jim, I wonder, are we going to start to hear the conversation, Javi Baez, as an MVP candidate? Because you look at the National League, and it's there's not the same depth that you normally get for MVP candidates. Okay, yeah. Freddie Freeman's a guy that's being talked a lot yeah. about. Awesome offensive player. But, Jim, if you just look at offense, okay, I get it. But if you really dig in, you really couple not just what you do with the bat but also what you do defensively, Javi Baez is such a plus defender and a guy that has position flexibility. He can play shortstop for you. He can take over and play for Addison Russell like he did last night. He can play third base and do it at a high, high level. You put all that together, Jimmy B, it's realistic to talk Javi Baez as an MVP and come into the year... Nobody was talking about that. No,
1: no, uh, no. All the talk in the National League was centered around uh, Bryce Harper at, mm-hmm. at Washington and what kind of year he was going to have. You referenced Freddie Freeman and, and what he is doing right now, and Baez was nowhere to be seen. I mean, Bryant's name was referenced uh, as that possibility, and yeah. that ha- yeah, and that hasn't turned out to be the case so far this season. Uh it's it's amazing, like, having a game like that, how quickly then you can turn heads of not just fans, but people in national news media and say, oh, yeah, I forgot all about that Javi Baez guy. Damn, he's pretty good. Well, yes, he is pretty good, and he showed it last night.
2: You wonder now if there is a move to be made. The, the Cubs farm system is not very good. The reason it's not very good is because they traded off a lot of assets to make the run. A couple of years yes. ago, you're seeing one of those guys playing some pretty good baseball right now with the Yankees. But Roldis Chapman helped win a World Series. He helped bring a World Series to Chicago. You're never going to go back upon that. But because the farm system isn't very big, there might be a possibility. If you do want to make a move, if, if Theo and company want to do something to change this team up, there's a group that you're nervous about, whatever it may be, it very well could be trading a young major leaguer. We've heard for years that Kyle Schwarber... Is untradeable. I think Javi Baez, there's no doubt now, he's untradeable. So who's left? It's Ian Happ and Addison Russell, probably out of that young core that you could move and get something pretty good in return. Of those two, who would you be more willing to part with, Ian Happ or Addison Russell? Oh,
1: man. Um, well, I with, with what we just discussed about Javi Baez. Mm-hmm. And, and being a multi-positional player, I would probably favor Addison Russell if, if that was the deal because you knew that you could get by with Baez in that spot. So if, if you ask me straight up right now, I would probably say Russell.
2: I'd be in the same boat. The problem is the guy that we saw early in his career that drove in 90 runs. and
1: I know that. We haven't seen him, though.
2: That that guy isn't coming back. Batting average, never great. On-base percentage, never great. Good defender. Still only 24 years old. Just turned 24 back in January. You do wonder. All right, you're making a trade. So I, I give you a call for whatever. Mm-hmm. Let, let's say it's a mid-rotation starter. You Darvish doesn't come back in the same way. They want to keep Montgomery in that flex position. Quintana and Chatwood no. just continue to be disappointments. They they want another arm there. J A Happ okay. he'll be available for Toronto. It'll be a rental type situation. A good solid number three starter. J A Happ. Toronto has a big rebuild in front of them. But they do they have- look at it and say, do we take four prospects that frankly don't have a real great shot? maybe you can find out of that for a guy or two that'll be a major leaguer, but certainly nobody that's going to be a star. Or instead, do we take Addison Russell, and we know we're set for the next six, seven, eight years at shortstop. Mm -hmm. Not a star, but a good defender, solid at the plate. Do you go that route? I I think a place like Toronto, you certainly got to think about that because prospects, like we talk about in recruiting, Jimmy B, prospects, it's all a crapshoot. I think that's something that other major league teams at least would be willing to listen to.
1: I always talk about potential gets coaches fired. Yeah. And, if you're, and if you're going to trade for potential, then the GM or the manager, you're running that risk. At least you know pretty much what you have if indeed you cut a deal for Russell. And I'm with you. Uh, his bat might come alive uh, at moments. I don't think it's going to take place, Trent, when it's you know a consistent you know two or three year run he's going to do like what he did uh uh, uh before mm-hmm. but i have a feeling that with what you stated you'd feel pretty comfortable at least for five seasons with him as, as your starting shortstop so I, I i see where you're going with toronto it could be somebody else in the mix as well but from well, since we're using Toronto as this example, yes, I can see that. Uh, and you're right. There aren't a lot of, I guess, potential right now in the minor leagues for the Cubs because, A, the majority of those guys are now playing on the Cubs, mm-hmm. and, B, what you mentioned, uh, the guys that they did have have been used as pieces in other deals
2: going to be interesting. Theo and company, they uh, have a little bit of financial flexibility before they go over the tax threshold. I want to say 11 or $15 million, one of those two, right in that range, though. So they do have flexibility. They can go out. Cole Hamels will be another name that's talked about. Cole Hamels at this point in his career, though, that's not a guy that you're confident in having the ball in a playoff game, even if it's Game 4. I, I just don't feel very good about that. But the Cubs, they're going to be battling Jimmy B., the Cardinals yep. aren't going away. They played well again last night. You mentioned Carpenter. They got to Corey Kluber and roughed him up two straight, and a chance now at the sweep of that one against the Indians, who came in playing excellent baseball with seven wins in a row. Cardinals aren't going anywhere. I don't think Milwaukee's going any- anywhere. And I do wonder with that Brewer squad, we've talked about it when we've mentioned the Brew Crew this year, if they make a decision to go out and bring a starting pitcher, go after some of the guys we mentioned, Hap, Hamels, whoever it may be, or somebody younger that has team control, their farm system is still completely stacked up. You look at, we're seeing some of those young guys start to come forward, but if there's more that happens, you have to, David Stearns has done an outstanding job of building that up. If they can put together something to bring in Jacob DeGrom, I mean, that's a complete game changer there. I think this is going to be a three-team race. I really do, Jim. I think we're going to be talking about this come September when we move away from football for just a moment to talk baseball, I think it is going to really be a three-team race. I'm hopeful for that more than anything. But if we get that, the flexibility, what these teams do leading into it, and what's happening right now, that's also going to play an important role. I'm with you,
1: and I hope that we do have a race. Look, I I still believe that the Cubs are the best team in the National League Central, Mm -hmm. and I don't think that's questioned by anybody. But I think what Milwaukee is doing and how St. Louis continues to not go away and continues to chase makes this a lot of fun. track. and look, we did this last year. Cubs were like paddling along, paddling along. People were freaking out. They got to the All Star break, then after the All Star break, they took off and ended up winning, and and they won comfortably. I I'm I I'm going to say that they will win again. I just hope it's not comfortable. I I hope that it's a case where we do have a team or two teams really pushing at the end of the season, really making this fun.
2: Going to be a good one, Jimmy B, with that. We're going to take a break. Coming back on the other side, we got Pat Hardy stopping by. Going to talk a little Hawkeye football and basketball with him and whatever else comes up in the conversation. Always enjoy our talks with Pat. You can find his work at allhawkeyes.com. We'll do that coming up. As mentioned, Ben Kirchival will be here. We'll talk a little college football with him. Ian Castleberry also talking Major League Baseball. We'll get into some of these conversations a little bit deeper. We'll get Ian's thoughts on that MVP race and where Javi Baez might start to stack up as he's gaining more and more traction on a national level. All coming up here as we take you up until 6 o'clock tonight. Jimmy B and TC were presented by Rush Niggett and Brick Gentry PC, a proud sponsor of High School Baseball. If you're looking at starting a franchise, Rush can help you with that. More information, RushOnBusiness.com. We get the break. Coming back with more Hawkeye talk on the other side. Pat Hardy joins us on Jimmy B and T.C.
3: Hey, it's Tiki Barber and Brandon Tierney. We are Tiki and Tierney, giving you the big scoop on all the games. Afternoons on the Big Talker 1700 KBGG.
2: Boom! Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa that can assist in your franchise needs. Rush Niggett of Brick Gentry PC provides law services for those involved in starting a franchise. Find more information online at RushOnBusiness.com where Rushnigget can assist you in buying and starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school baseball season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry, PC, and Rushnigget.
3: It's one thing to be aware of breast cancer. It's another to do
2: something about it. Here's to the heroes who lift each other up and make a difference. Who get out there, take action. Every step, every dollar every voice matters join us in the fight against breast cancer and be a hero get registered today for the susan g coleman des moines race for the cure on october 27 and help us provide life-saving research and breast health services to women in our community visit coleman greater dm race to get registered today
4: sponsored by shell get triple action protection for optimal engine performance with shell v-power nitro plus premium gasoline
5: That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof
3: it once, roof it right, right
5: finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. But not with ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you, its powerful technology actively invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So, while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you. The needle in the haystack
3: try ZipRecruiter now for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free.
6: Pros in the know start with Lowe's because at Lowe's, pros save money on trusted brands that make it easier to get the job done right. Stop in during Bosch tool days and get up to 40% off select Bosch tools and accessories. From cordless power tools to saws, routers, sanders, and rotary hammers, power up today and save. Just stop by the Pro Desk at Lowe's or visit Lowe'sForPros.com for details. So, Pro, now that you know, start with Lowe's. Offer valid through July 4 while supplies last. Discount taken at time of purchase.
2: That's 650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness Centers. Let's feel better together and turn over a new leaf with New Leaf Wellness.
6: South of Douglas on Merle Hay Road or at Christopher'sRareCoins.com.
2: Trust, quality, value. Just some of the words that have been used by Wolf Construction Roofing customers to describe their experience. Wolf Construction Roofing works on residential and commercial roofing, including single-family and multi-family homes, tear-offs,
1: Real sports talk for real sports fans.
3: It's Jimmy B and TC. Here's Jim and Trent.
1: All right, everybody, welcome back. As we just kind of hang out here and relax and uh, roll all the way till 6 o'clock, and Trent's got uh, high school baseball tonight, right?
2: You got it, Jimmy B. I'll be out at Southeast Polk tonight, Southeast Polk hosting West Des Moines Valley. Game two of that doubleheader will bring you the action here on 1700. But before that, well, we got a lot of things to knock down, Jimmy. B. Yeah. we got MLB talk coming up. we got college football talk. And joining us right now to talk some Hawkeyes from allhawkeyes.com, it is Pat Hardy. Pat, how's the summer going?
4: Not bad, guys. How are you doing?
2: Things are good here. We're uh, battling raindrops throughout and trying to call oh, baseball games here. in
4: between. There's not even a cloud. Yeah. I, don't even, well, I see a few clouds in the sky. It's
2: hot and sunny here. We're uh, getting that burn off and setting up to, well, we flip the calendar next week. We get into July, and that means Big Ten media days right around the corner. But an uneven uh, summer. You know, Pat, you've been doing this for a long time, and you kind of hit those same beats year after year. Without the prime time league, how different has it been for you?
4: Very, very different. I mean, the prime time league kind of takes you into football. Next thing you know, you're leaving the primetimes over. You're going to Chicago, and boom, you got media day and football starts. This, I miss the primetime league, but part of me likes it too. I mean, it gives us a chance to approach the Iowa basketball team from a different angle. We all are getting individual interviews and stuff. And primetime league, we all pretty much get the same interviews and everything. So, I kind of like this. Like I said, I do miss it, but I mean, to go cover the primetime for a night was a seven eight hour assignment, and it would. It would, take, it would take some time. So, yeah, there's a definite opening in the schedule now, and I think it's going to allow me to maybe enjoy July a little bit more because this is basically it. July is the month where Iowa football basically shuts down. I mean, that's where they – I mean, we're trying to get Kirk on the radio. It's hard for us to get Kirk on the radio during the season because we're on in the mornings. We're trying to get him on now, but it's hard because he shuts down for like three weeks in July, doesn't do anything. So and that's kind of their last – breath where they exhale for a little bit before they lock back down in in august but yeah no it's different without having the primetime league
1: you know i'm I'm with you on that uh, bring everybody up up to speed uh with the uh practice sessions now that the guys can have since they are not playing in that primetime league
4: well they can practice up to eight hours a week and i think it's four as a team and four with the head coach and i think it's eight all together with assistants, don't quote me on that, but there's just way more access to where at least two or three times a week they can meet for two or some hours. And I do see that being a problem. But I still say if there was a will, there was a way they could have done the primetime league, kind of like the same thing with playing you and I and Drake. But I just think it's one of those things where it's a lot easier now to say, no, we don't have time because they do have a busier schedule. I'll give them that. I think that's the biggest reason. But, yeah, they can do it up to eight hours a week now, I believe, they can train and work together, and I believe the head coach can be with them at least four hours on that. So that's a big
2: difference. As they're going through these workouts, you have a chance at least to talk to these guys a little bit. I know you're working right now on an article that will be published soon at allhawkeyes.com on Luca Garza. Had a great freshman season, campaigned very good, especially on the offensive end. When uh, you're putting this together, though, your thoughts on Luca going forward, what more he can do? seemed like he also had a lot of leadership qualities to him
4: well that's part of what i'm talking about yeah he was a leader as a freshman and the big thing with luca is when he committed to iowa in september of 2016 think about it they were coming off three consecutive ncaa tournaments four consecutive 20 win seasons and i believe five consecutive postseason tournament appearances when he signed with them and think they haven't been back since. And then last year they had the disaster season. It was hard for him to separate the two. I mean, he really had a good season last year. He was, I thought he was by far the most pleasant surprise in the brightest spot the last season. Because I thought with what Bohannon and Cook did, they had pretty much done that the year before. So you kind of knew what to expect. With Luke it didn't. and But he said it was hard. He had never been through anything like this before from a losing standpoint. And he says now, they, I mean, you can talk as much as you want, but their goal is to show that last season was a fluke because when Luca committed to Iowa, they were a program, I don't know if you could say they were just, they were not by any means elite, but they had a good thing going. They were, they were, like I said, they were an NCAA tournament team. They had Tyler Cook coming in that freshman year, and a lot has changed since then. Now he's determined to get it back to where they were when he signed because he feels they have as much talent now or even more talent than they had with some of those teams that made the tournament.
1: Having a great conversation right now with Pat Hardy. All Hawkeyes, anything you need to know on the Hawks, Pat has it for you. Um, Pat, just to follow up with that, once again, Iowa is going to be heavy in that forward position. And is it going to be a question of head coach Fran McCaffrey trying to figure out minutes for each guy? Or do you think that he might change his ways a little bit and play the best guys?
4: Well, I think he'll play the best guys, and I think that happened last year. I think that's why Ahmad Wagner's gone, and that's why I think Cordell Penzel flirted with Levin. I know that they denied that, but I mean, he said what he said to the register. They didn't make it up. <laughs> I mean, I saw the video. I mean, I think Fran did do what you're asking now. I think we just kind of ignored it because it didn't help, and they kept losing, but I To me, I've never had a problem with Fran's rotation playing too many people because I think Fran goes into every game wondering outside of Bohannon and Cook, gee, who do I have tonight? Who's going to actually – and Garza by the end of the year. Those three, I think Fran pretty much knew they were going to play 30 to 35 a game at least. After that, it was almost like an audition every night. I'm not sure how much that will change. But like you said, though, I mean, guys had their minutes impacted last year, and you saw the reaction. I mean, Mod Wagner was barely playing by the end of last year. Cordell Penzel had games where he barely played. Ryan Creener had games where he didn't play. So I don't think Fran... I think Fran is willing to cut the rotation when he needs to, but I also think Fran goes into games saying, hey, we may need Ryan Creener's jump shot in this game, so we'll see what happens. I, I think the rotations, I still say they'll play between 8 and 10 players. The one thing you are going to have though, you're going to have another guard in the mix with Connor for sure. C.J. Frederick, i got to see him before I see if he can play... At this level, he may need to retro, but Connor will definitely be in there. So you'll have Connor, you'll have Moss, you'll have Daly, and you'll have Bohannon. You'll have four guards that I think will rotate and all play a lot.
2: So Camp, do you consider him more kind of a small forward? Small hit? forward. Yeah. I consider him a small forward,
4: maybe a time shooting guard, but to me, Wieskamp is the prototypical, versatile small forward who is quick enough to hold his own at that position, strong enough to be good at that position. I just think that he's better suited for small forward, but could also play some shooting guard, especially with Bohannon at point guard. I think there's times where he could play shooting guard, too.
2: Well, and I think with what they have in the backcourt, and if you're seeing uh, at times Connor McCaffrey run the point, Bohannon as the two and him as the three, a lot of shooting ability out there to go along with it. It's a lot of combinations that they can play with here. How about experience? And we mentioned this a little bit with Garza now after a year under his belt. Maybe some of those leadership qualities that seem to be coming out will even bloom even more. But last year, this was one of the youngest, least experienced teams in the country. People wanted to, at times, gloss over that because, well, Bohannon and Cook played a lot as freshmen, so did Pemsel, Creener, that whole group. But it's still, I mean, it's on paper. They they were completely inexperienced compared to the rest of college basketball. Now as upperclassmen, does that lead to a big jump in your mind?
4: I would think so. I'm not going to use experience as any excuse this year. I was reluctant at times to use. To use it last year, and I, that's what impressed me about Fran. Fran refused to use experience as an excuse last year. We gave him opportunities, and Fran would say, "Hey, Bohannon and Cook and these guys—they played in every game last year. They're not in it." And I, I do believe what you're saying—that there was some, maybe, some lack of experience issues. But I like the fact that Fran didn't use that as a crutch last year. And no, there will not. There can't be any talk of experience now. I Miles Bridges played two years at Michigan; he's gone. Mm-hmm. Jaron Jackson played one year at Michigan State. I mean, he, they're both gone. I mean. Uh, these other teams lose players way more than Iowa does to the NBA, so we can't use experience anymore. I mean, Iowa's going to have one of the more experienced teams in the Big Ten now because Bohannon and Cook and all those guys are two year upperclassmen starters now. I mean, so they'll go from being least to one of the most experienced teams in the Big Ten. Let's
1: quickly go to football, and you said that you can't, you're trying to get Ferentz on, and he's tough to get, and he's checked out for well, three weeks. Well, it's
4: hard for us because we are in the yeah. morning. And they, you yes. know, they work yeah. during the morning. It's just hard. And so, yeah, we're trying right now, and Steve Rowe's trying to make it work, but it's just not easy because of our schedule. Now is about the right. only time we can do it, is because, I mean, we're on from 9 to 11 in the morning, and that's just hard because that's when they practice and that's when they work. Okay. When, when, when you put in
1: that, that request, uh, and, and you're, and you're trying to get them on, and because of that, He's still pretty accommodating, though, right? Oh, without question. I mean, we've he, had him on. Yeah,
4: we have him on probably twice a year, once or twice okay. a year. Okay, and this is partly my fault. I waited a little bit too long to make this request. I didn't request until okay. about two weeks ago. That's just my fault. I waited too long, and I mean, he can't do it in June because they've got all that, all that, um, the camps and all that. The best time to get him also is during spring ball, and I just didn't. I just didn't do that. But it's also hard to get him in the morning during spring ball because they're practicing. But, yeah, no, Kirk is very accommodating. I've never had a problem. I think Kirk, if you give him enough notice, he can get to fit in. He'll do your radio show. I mean, you just got to give him notice. He's pretty busy. But I do know that he's always had July as the month where he just shuts it down and doesn't do interviews.
2: And and every time we've had Kirk on, same thing. I mean, you just... He's great to talk to. He he, he opens up a little bit more than he does in press conferences. Got him but laughing. You just can't call him on a
4: Tuesday and try to get <laughs> right. him on Wednesday morning. Yes, yeah, yeah, that's that's the, what it is. But no, Kirk's always very accommodating.
2: So as and as, so is Fran. Yeah, yeah, and, and you know Fran, he his brother in the media. He he gets it. These guys get it. Oh yeah, it. Fran gets it. Fran's great the hardest one we have is getting Tom Brands on. That's the <laughs> toughest one we have. But part of that too is.
4: Our hours, and we're yeah. trying to get him on this week, but the Iowa wrestling, the youth camps are going on. So I'm guessing between 9 and 11, Tom's probably pretty busy.
2: And you got to have that finger close to the dump button if you got him on. Never know what's going to come out of Coach Brian. That's Braham's. part of the
4: fun, though. That's <laughs> part is.
2: of the fun. They play, fly by the seat of your pants. Well, since we're uh, talking, Kirk, a little bit and about this football team, let's go to his son going into year number two, Brian Ferrance and a learning process last year. We know about the high moments. We know about the low moments, and they were – plenty of those as well. Do you expect this to be a much smoother season, though? Maybe they won't have the highs of what you know, Nate Stanley did against Iowa State and Ohio State and, and putting 55 on the board against the Buckeyes. But at the very least, do you expect more consistency this year?
4: Yeah, I think you could say that. I don't think we're going to have a week where they do what they did like against Ohio State and then come back against Wisconsin and can barely complete a pass. I, I Now, part of that you have to give credit to Iowa, and you have to give credit to Wisconsin. Some things do happen, but no, I would like to think that a lot of the things that were new to them last year, kind of like we're talking to Luca Garza, Luca Garza was saying there's so much that he doesn't have to worry about anymore cuz he can just do it cuz he's used to it. Whereas last year he didn't know. I think that will definitely be the case this year. I think all the vernacular on offense, the language, the terminology, the schemes Nate probably has that stuff down way better than he did a year ago. So, no, I'm expecting it to be smoother from that regard. But I'm more interested in seeing is if they can't run the ball consistently and they don't have that big play guy like they had with Wadley, how will they counter with that? Because, like I said, Noah Fant's going to be a marked man this year. I mean, yes. he's going to have two yeah. people follow him. He's going to have a linebacker and a safety following him wherever he goes. And remember, Wisconsin shut him down. I mean, they – they shut him down. So, to me, that will be the challenge for Brian Ferentz is How is he going to adjust when people show what they're going to do on defense to shut him down? And, like I said, I still don't know what to expect from these running backs.
1: Pat, it's interesting how you phrase that. What what you expect from the from the running backs, if indeed, and they and and Iowa has caught a softer schedule once again, which is for fans they like that because it gives them a much better chance to win games. But what you just referenced, and how Wisconsin handled Fent, is—is this a case where the emphasis may, if they can't run the ball effectively, the emphasis will be on throwing the football a lot more?
4: Yeah, that'll depend on how many bodies they have at running back. I mean, in two thousand four, they had to abandon the running game—not totally. They still had Sam Brownlee at least keep defenses honest to have a running back back there, but. If Kirk's got four or five healthy running backs, I don't think they're – no. I still think every week they're going to try to establish the running game and be balanced. Now, there may be some weeks where they use the pass to set up the run more than they normally would, but as long as Kirk's got healthy running backs back, there four or five of them on scholarship, I think you're always going to see that balance in that Iowa Power running game, I, especially when you have a quarterback who's not real mobile.
2: Pat Hardy joining us, allhawkeyes.com. To finish up, a uh, big recruiting weekend Final weekend before the dead period in Iowa, picked up three new commitments, including that pipeline to Indianapolis. Continuing, Justin Brent, offensive lineman, looks uh, to be a future guard with the Hawkeyes. He's making his way to Iowa City, at least verbally committing to the Hawkeyes. But that Indianapolis pipeline, pretty important, what Coach Bell and company have been able to create.
4: Yeah, and I actually wrote something about that yesterday or two days ago, and. They're striking while they can't because it's gonna be harder to get guys from Indy out of there if Purdue keeps winning and if Indiana gets better. But right now Iowa I think's taking advantage of kind of a transition period and we talked to Justin Britt the other day, my assistant Tyler Devine did, and Justin Britt said Kelvin Bill is the difference. He says he's he gives you this father like vibe, you trust him, your parents trust him, and Kelvin Bill's been the reason they've got these four kids out of Indy. I mean of course the program's gotta sell itself too and the head coach, but Kelvin Bill, Bill is the first impression these guys get of Iowa, and he seems to be making a good impression because all four of these guys are at least three-star recruits with multiple offers at the worst. I mean, one of them is a four-star, so they had a lot of different options, and they chose Iowa over a lot of different good schools, and it sounds like Kelvin Bill was very instrumental in that.
1: Pat, it's always good when you take time and catch up with us. Thank you. Uh, all right, guys. I have I a good that, day. I, Have a good I, week. I, I know – I know that you're missing the prime time league, but also a little time to yourself is not that
4: bad. I'll survive. I hope I can survive without the prime time league. I can. I'll, I, well, I, At least I hope I can survive without the prime time league. I think I can.
2: You're in good shape. You're in good shape. Thanks for your time. Today, right guys. All right, see you. Fat Hardy joining us here. AllHawkeyes.com, the website. Great information there. He's got write-ups on the yep. three new commitments, including what we talked about with Justin Brand, also, Dane Belton making his way to the Hawkeyes as these guys verbally commit. They can sign. Now you have to wait till February. Remember, Jimmy B, last year it changed, and now you get things a little bit earlier with that December signing period. That'll be coming yeah. up, and the Hawkeyes in good shape. And now, well, waiting for the next one to fall, and for our, it feels like Goodson, the running back from Georgia, will be next after what happened with Iowa moving on from the uh, running back on the other side of the river, Jirel Brock from over in Quincy. Feels like that's going to be the next one. Uh, Goodson, the he released his top three on Twitter just yesterday. But there's no way I would move on without knowing that they had. Well, Brock, without knowing they had a commitment from Goodson, right?
1: I, I agree with you. Yes, I, I think they're they're comfortable with what they have, uh, sort of like in the cupboard waiting. And I think otherwise, I think they would have been making a much stronger statement uh, toward Brock. So I agree with you from the aspect that they let that one go because they believe they're already going to be well-stocked with that running back
2: spot. We'll take a timeout. We're coming back on the other side. Take it up until 6 o'clock tonight. Still to come in the program today, we got Ben Kercheval stopping by. We'll talk college football with him to kick off the 5 o'clock hour. Then Ian Castleberry on Major League Baseball, all coming your way. It is Jimmy B and TC. We're presented by Wolf Construction Roofing. A lot of rain here over the last couple of weeks. If you start to see a leaky roof, the time is now. To call Wolf Construction Roofing, they can get most jobs done in just one day. Wolf Construction Roofing, a sponsor of Jimmy B and TC. We're back with more in a moment.
0: You found your home for real sports talk for
3: real sports fans. Seventeen hundred K B G G. For tonight, it'll be warm with a low near 70. One or two isolated showers are possible, especially to our south. On Thursday, it'll be partly cloudy, mostly dry, warm and humid with a high near 89. I'm Local 5 meteorologist Brandon Lawrence.
1: Sponsored by Boost Mobile. Switch to Boost and get three lines, each with unlimited gigs for hundred dollars a month, plus twenty gigs of mobile hotspot on each line. Boost makes it easy to switch. Switching makes it easy to save. Boss Landon Golf Course in Pella, Iowa is a championship public golf course that's been ranked by Golf Week as one of the top four public golf courses to play in Iowa and one of the top 75 most affordable golf courses in the United States. With five sets of tees, Boss Landon is a great test of skill to all players, and the scenery will want you you coming back for more. Better yet, book a stay and play package and enjoy the whole weekend at Boss Landon.
3: Go to bosslandon.com for more information and to book your tea time. That's bosslandon.com. When posting on most job sites, you get candidates. I'm the sales director. I'm the sales
0: director you're looking for. for.
3: But when you post on indeed.com, you get the candidates just right for you.
0: I'm a sales director with an MBA over 10 years experience who's also fluent in Japanese.
3: With Indeed, you can add screener questions for a less time-consuming route to your short list of qualified candidates. Arigato. Hiring's better when you've got your short list. Save time on hiring when you post a job on Indeed. Get started today at indeed.com hire.
2: It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at therookiesportscards.com.
0: Restaurant.
4: Celebrate our nation's birthday by joining Yankee Doodle Drive Against Hunger. You can participate by making a donation at any Des Moines area Bank of the West or hy V location or at foodbankiowa.org by July the 9th. Or join the Des Moines Symphony, the governor, thousands of patriotic Iowans at the state capitol grounds for the annual Yankee Doodle Pops concert on Monday, July the 2nd.
3: Real sports talk for real sports fans. It's Jimmy B and TC. Here's Jim and Trent.
1: All right, everybody. We're back and we roll all the way till six. Trent's going to be doing high school baseball. So at six o'clock, he is out the door and and gone. Look, uh... Uh, should we just like put out a? Can, can, you want us to make a nine one one call and ask police if they can like clear the uh, highway for you so you can get there faster?
2: Well, I, I don't think it's going to be quite that bad. You GBP. don't think that'll work? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Plus, uh, I don't have any pull like you. Maybe you got pull. You probably know the police <laughs> department better than I do. <laughs> Speaking of that, did you, you did you see yeah. it earlier today uh, our friend Ken Miller? Had the police hanging out around his neighborhood in Ankeny?
1: I saw that. I saw the photo that he posted on on Twitter, yeah. Yeah, I figured they were busting him because he didn't redo his green card or something so he could work (laughs) in the United States.
2: (laughs) He's all good. That's good to hear, and uh, everything's okay in Ankeny. But uh, a harrowing story as Ken was on his walk this morning and snapping pictures, and he loves that police stuff. His, his dad was a police officer, and yep. uh, he loves that. I, I'd like to see Ken in a uniform. Maybe, maybe that's what he can dress up as Halloween. You know, he goes out for Halloween every year, right? He does? No, absolutely not. He doesn't <laughs> leave his
1: basement. He I know. He just basement. hangs out there. He told me one time, Trent, and, this is, and he said this on the show when he and I worked together every day. And we were talking about... I believe it was Olympic hockey, and it was the women's team. And I said something to the effect of, well, Kent, you're going to watch uh, women's Olympic hockey tonight, right? I mean, hockey guy? I mean, I... he says, what? I said, the women's hockey. Canada, USA, women's hockey. And, and there's a pause, which is not good for radio, as you and I both know, but he pauses... And he said to me, he said, I wouldn't watch that if they put the rink in my backyard. He said, I would get up and close the blinds.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean he,
1: he's he did. I'm not leaving the house. I'm going to hang out at, at the homestead. And that's it. I, I that but that's him. That's and him. I'm good with that. I'm good with that.
2: He leaves for yeah. his walk. He leaves to do yep. the show and. Other than that, he is sequestered in the basement, watching sports and doing well, whatever else Ken likes to do. Whatever he, <laughs> else, whatever he likes to do. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. Speaking uh, of that, yeah. speaking of that, so Ken, yeah. uh, Ken said the same thing today about Hamilton. You know what a big deal it is that Hamilton is coming yeah. here to Des Moines. Tickets, uh, well, in fact, uh, the shows start tonight. It's yes. expensive to get in. I mean, you yes. you're talking about a pretty price to get in the door. He said the same thing if they were played it in the basement, he'd holler downstairs <laughs> to shut up. I mean, it just But Jimmy B, yeah. are, are you excited about Hamilton? Are you going to splurge for a ticket? Are you a theater goer cuz I have no clue?
1: Um I I like the theater. I really do, but it's because I lived in bigger cities and some of those big plays were mainstream, and so that I did go to some of those. Wait, well, you're, you're saying you have this... to
2: live in a big city in order to like no, the theater?
1: No, 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 no. I'm just saying that I was exposed to it for many years uh-huh. because of some of those cities. And now that Hamilton is playing in Des Moines, and everybody is like, oh my God, it's Hamilton, i got to get a ticket, how can I get it?" Uh, it's, you know, I mean, I, I think it's great. I, I really do. And I think at this time of the year, particularly in the capital city, nothing going on. You've got Principal Park and you got the Barnstormers championship game coming up at the end of the week. And that's it. There's nothing. So from that standpoint, I, I think Hamilton picked exactly the right time to show up in Des Moines and so the whole city could just go nuts over it.
2: I wish I could afford a pair of tickets, uh, Jimmy B. I'm, I might surprise you here. I have uh, had season passes before to the Playhouse and a couple other yeah. places. In fact, over, I would say, the last, I don't know, decade, I know I've been to more plays than I have actual movies in a movie theater. Wow. I, I wow. am See, and, and what you said, well, I, I lived in a big city, so I had a that, – that ticked me off, said You don't have to be through a big no. city to enjoy them. To enjoy plays get out of
1: here I'm no no i'm big not talking City man about that. over there no i'm talking i'm talking about the hamilton type plays the the big the big plays well sure that's that everywhere this was and in minneapolis
2: dreamers. before and the exact same thing happened people go. are going nuts because it was in minneapolis yeah. for the first so stop yeah. to ride des moines about it you big time i'm
0: not, I'm not
1: I'm, not <laughs> I'm not I'm just saying long ago when i was your age before that, that is long before ago. Before there, it is before there was dirt on the ground, and I was. Uh Going to plays, yes. That's what that's what I meant. Had nothing to do with Des Moines. I think they picked the perfect time of the year. Oh, I lived. I lived
2: in Seattle and Philadelphia and Phoenix. Look at me, I'm Jim Brinson. That's what you were saying. I know exactly. Stop.
1: No, I wasn't. I wasn't doing that. All
2: right, I'm giving you crap. (laughs) Moving on. Back to the world of sports. So, Jim, I mentioned uh, a week ago that the Westgate had come out with odds to get to the college football playoff. Not win the whole thing. Those odds have always been out there. But this is just mm-hmm. to get into the playoff. Well, they've released the save yesterday to get to the Final Four in basketball, Jim. So you don't have to win on uh, your te- bet on your team to make it all the way and probably unlikely to, for Iowa. To be the Iowa champion. Standard. Right. Okay. But you can make a surprising run to the Final Four. Loyola, we saw that just a year ago. Jimmy B., yeah. You can bet right now on the Iowa Hawkeyes to get to the Final Four at 75-1. to Does that excite you at all?
1: Yes. Yes. I mean, look, I know it was a disaster last year, and I know everybody has high hopes again because everybody's coming back, but that's my problem with it. Everybody's coming back. And... If if there aren't significant changes in the way that they do some things, well, we got Wieskamp now and and McCaffrey, and look, it it is what it is. I just, I just, I hope they're improved.
2: Seventy five to one, okay. What's Iowa State? You can get Iowa State right now at fifty to one. I, I certainly'd be Ooh. willing to lay down a little something, something on that.
1: Yeah, 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 because they got they got some boys. As they like to say on the playground, so yeah, that that's enticing. That that really is. That's a little more enticing at fifty to one. Uh, I'll have to talk to you tomorrow a little bit about this and see if you're going to opt for that.
2: I might be doing a little playing. I, I might touch around it. Don't forget, Panther fans out there. No, you and I, they are also listed. Well, your conference brethren is at a hundred to one, Loyola to get back to the Final Four for the second consecutive season. And you can bet on the Panthers 500-1 to 1 the price to get to a Final Four. Hour in the books, one more to go. College football talk with Ben Kirchival.
3: Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and TC, Des Moines' savviest sports duo on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Exile needs quality, so savagely
6: South of Douglas on Merle Hay Road or at Christopher'sRareCoins.com.
2: When you hear washer systems of Iowa, you think about pressure washers. The washer systems of Iowa does so much more. Industrial floor care equipment, waste oil heaters, water heaters, accessories and parts, washers, used equipment along with repair, preventative maintenance, and operator training. Selling and servicing commercial cleanup equipment for 29 years, Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online washersystems.com.
3: Saturday, July 14th, come out to Lions Park in Altoona and help us support the athletes from the Special Olympics of Iowa at the third annual Responding for Heroes softball tournament. Opening ceremony start at 8.30 with the first pitch to be thrown at 8.50. For more information, visit our Facebook page, Responding for Heroes softball tournament. All proceeds raised go to the Special Olympics of Iowa. Come out, have fun, Saturday, July 14th, and help us support this great cause. Third annual Responding for Heroes softball tournament.
4: Sponsored by Shell. Get triple action protection for optimal engine performance with Shell V-Power Nitro Plus
5: Premium Gasoline.
4: Hi, Tom Bodette. Ever notice how some places use fancy words just to make things more expensive? Like calling anything handmade craft or using aioli when they just mean mayonnaise. Well, at Motel 6, expensive words aren't really our thing. Our thing is clean, comfortable rooms at a great low price, so you can get a good night's sleep that leaves you feeling as fresh as that massage kale salad. I'm Tom Bodette for Motel 6, and we'll leave the light on for you. Book online at motel6.com.
5: That's seven two nine zero seven seven zero, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it
2: right, right, Join us for the Alzheimer's Association Walk to End Alzheimer's. Go to alc.org/walk to register for an event near you. Together, we can end Alzheimer's.